I do have a question for you because we told these nice people we was going to talk about some fabrication and some bent doors and stuff. Have you uh, have you struggled with pitfalls? I, I found that term today, pitfalls, and I was like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Have you had some I issues? Mean, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, it's been a few different things between just the tank itself relaxing or the door expanding or the door pulling in. Uh, if you get too close to that seam where they push the cap in, that'll cause issues and you got to sit there and mess with that. And it's really just a matter of kind of, it's a, unfortunately it's a case by case basis, but it is usually there's some pretty, pretty standard things you can do to kind of mitigate that. The worst one I ever had, I built my very, very first, uh, it's a DOT tank. Mm-hmm. which is like the one that goes it's vertical really is what it is. It's not really a, in the bed truck or tank. Yeah. But it's one that can be transported. And uh, it's got a weld seam in the center of the tank. And the rest of the tank is like domed like this, you know. Anyway, when I cut that door out, it was perfect, man. I mean, it was just dead on. Took the door out, set it on the ground, welded my baffle plate in, and that whole tank went, an inch yep. and a half, man. <laughs> I mean, the, the top of that thing went that way because I welded that, man, you know, I was going to weld that that seal weld there on that baffle plate in one yep. pass, and that was the stupidest thing I ever did. I had to oh, literally cut part of the door off, flip it over, and put it on the other side, and then flip mm-hmm. that one around on this side to, to get it straight. It was the craziest thing. <laughs> one, of the, one of the first yeah. air tanks smokers I ever built was uh, – Went to go cut out, cut the door out. It was fine. Went to go put it back in after welding in my seals. And all of a sudden, it somehow tweaked to where it was about an inch gap. And I couldn't close the door Mm -hmm. no matter what I did. Sat there. I messed with it. Torched it. Everything. I was like, you know what? Had to cut it all back off. Cut the door. Got it to where it actually fit again. And re-weld all the seams. It it can be fun. It can also be incredibly frustrating. You know, it, and and the thing is, is that what I'm learning, or, well, what I have learned is that, you know, we started out in the early days, we always blamed the doors and it had yeah. to be because we used a torch or we used something, some other heat source and, or we was using a plasma cutter and we went too slow, something like that. And we would blame that for heating the door up and moving it. Right. And then, you know, we'd see these guys that weld the door trim on like Moberg and those boys. They weld that door trim on, and I mean, it's cherries. It's just perfect, oh, yeah. you know. And how in the world did they weld that all the way around there without warping the crap out of the door and make a nice pass without hop skipping, you know? Yeah. And uh, so what you do is is I got to – we we was – I don't know what we were working on. One of the tanks, I think it was a couple, three years ago. I can't remember which one it was. It was about three years ago we was working on one, and I was like, man, I'll tell you, fellas, these two doors look identical. When you set them on a flat surface and the doors weren't like this or this or squeezed one and the other one was flat, like there was, they were identical. And I said, it has to be the tank that moved, you know, and, and I had one, actually me and Tom had one, uh, the one that we built for Mark Lambert, that whole cooker went like that. I mean, the tank just twisted, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, then I was like, man, it's the tank that's moving. It's got nothing to do with that door or how we cut it or none of that. We just took a big old support member out of the middle of that tank when we cut the doors. Yeah. And uh, the heads is where all the stress is, I think, plus the spring back when they roll the tank, you know? But if you had that problem with pipe? 
Yeah, I, I had the the two pipe style smokers I'm working on now. Those things, it one sprung, but once it was cut out of the same piece of pipe too. So I had a ten foot section of pipe. I cut it down to five foot sections each for the these, for these two cookers. One of them mm-hmm. was perfect. Could run a, run your finger over barely and feel that gap. The other one popped up like eh, about a quarter inch to half of an inch, give or take. No rhyme or reason. They were cut right next to each other, exactly the same. Same amount of time mm-hmm. spent with the plasma doing it. Same process and everything else. Uh, it was kind of like the luck of the draw. But yeah, I have found so. What do we do to fix it? So much better. Oh yeah, pipe is a lot better. We can get into that here in a minute. I did some learning on that. But what do you do, man? I mean, what did you do on the on the pipe cookers? So on the pipe cooker, I went in with um. I don't have a port. I usually, if I need a port of power, I borrow one from my shop. I haven't mm-hmm. bought one of my own, but I also what I like to do is I use um a bottle jack, and then use spare pieces of steel and do the same thing as the port of power would and kind of move stuff here and there. Um. Mm-hmm. So with the what that one, I ended up having to get the rosebud torch out, heated up the area, and just kind of moved it just a little bit, and then. Mm-hmm. That was the first one that I cut. So with the second one, after I saw that happened, I actually welded my end caps on first. That way it would mm-hmm. help give it a little bit more strength to that actual, to the main yeah. chamber. So, because mm-hmm. this is the first real time I've been playing with pipe. Everything else has been with tanks. Because yeah. I, I don't so know how it is in a lot one. of places. It seems like in Texas especially, it's a dime a yeah. dozen for pipe. Here, everybody wants yeah. your firstborn for a two-foot section of pipe. So, it's crazy. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and it's and it's probably been used in some uh, freaking yeah. billboard sign or something. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it all makes no sense. So, luckily, I found yeah. a, a place I can actually get it cheaper now, and yeah, it's going to encourage me to do more with pipe instead of just. I mean, because obviously, I have tons of tanks laying around. My neighbors are thrilled about it, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, uh, the, the one thing about it is, is like, uh, you can, you can do a lot of stuff while you're building the cooker to kind of bring that tank back into shape. Oh, you were yeah. talking about a port of power a minute ago and, you know, Tom bought one of those things years ago and, uh, man, that thing is like gold. If you have one of those things in your shop, there ain't nothing you can't fix, but, yeah, um, one crazy. little trick, one little trick we stumbled upon is, you know, all all steel has a memory to it, mm-hmm. you know, especially if it's been rolled or formed like in a press break or something like that. Good luck because it loses its uh, malleability, you know, so you have to almost anneal it, I think is the term, to yep. get some get some fluidity back in it, you know. And uh, but with the um, uh, with the port of power, we would push and push and push. And I remember building Matt Growark's tank because it's a 500. And we cut, we did a split overlap door. So the whole Ooh. door panel got cut out and you had one door that sits on top of the other one. And I mean, yeah, that, big that thing, it, it went haywire. <laughs> and uh, that one there, uh, Tom actually wound up putting a, a suspension bridge looking logo sign over the top of it. And that's one of the key components that's holding that cooker in the right base. But, but the hilarious thing is, is that like one day, I, I don't remember which cooker it was, but we were pushing and pushing with that port of power. And I mean, that thing was bent, man. When it starts to do that crap, it's, you got some pressure oh, yeah. going, you know, and uh, blocks were creaking and cracking and stuff, you know, and I grabbed that sledgehammer. I was like, man, let's just see what we can do. And I hit with the, with a, like a nine pound sledge right on the spot where that 
dinger ding was pushing. I don't even know what to call it. The the end of the rod was pushing, and I yeah. hit that thing with that sledgehammer, and it eliminated a lot of that spring back. It yeah. like held its memory. It it made a huge difference. So do you think that that like have you ever done that first? And do you think that that like resets that molecular structure a little bit? So I was uh, I was watching a, I watched a lot of YouTube and this old Tony is one of my favorite YouTube channels to watch. He actually had an explanation of the stress strain curves of the steel and how it gets mm -hmm. to a certain point and then it kind of levels off and then it doesn't go anywhere from there. So once I saw that, I actually I had I hadn't known about it, but this is earlier when I was really starting to build and it, it really it kind of got me into the thing because well, if you hit it with a hammer it might straighten out. You never know. So I always say knock some sense yeah. into it. So <laughs> I've done that before to where I've, I've just gotten so frustrated. I'll just hit it with a sledgehammer. Oh, wow. It, it's straight now. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, I've done that before where I've stressed it over to where, you know, you're overbending or even when you're like, if you're rolling, um, rolling your door trim, I always do that. Mm -hmm. I overbend it that way. I can suck it down to the actual tank itself instead of trying to bend it and allowing it to spring back a little bit. But it's, it mm -hmm. seems like that's the, the best way. Is this, I mean, I know when you're using a press brake, to press brake too, you're always supposed to go slightly past, slightly past 90. That way it'll come back to 90. 